Good evening, it's your girl, Cheryl Hanks, the soul coach, author, and motivational speaker. I would like to thank you for joining me on the Mending Brokenness podcast. I know it's been a, a minute since I have jumped on the podcast, but I had to take some time out for myself. And I want you to know that it's okay for you to do that. It's okay for you to... You know, make sure that you're in the right place and that you're aligned with God's plans for your life. Um, with that being said, I want to welcome you again to this podcast. I started this podcast as a healing journey. Um, for those of you that know or have been um, listening since the podcast started in June, you know that I had came out of... Uh, relationship that I was in for seven years um the way it was called off we separated actually on this day last year so as I was as this day date was approaching um I it caused me to reflect um over my life over this last year and I just want to talk to you a little bit about the importance of unpacking. And I know I said it before. Um, I know we unpack every time we jump on the podcast, but 
I need you to understand the depths of the healing that can take place inside of you when you unpack and uncover the matters of your heart, when you become brutally honest with yourself, when you're able to um, go to God with your brokenness, with your worries, with your fears, um, and do it unapologetically, and then share, be transparent, be vulnerable, you know, knowing that somebody somewhere is in the same place that you was in. And it's important for us to share things like this. So with that being said, before we jump all the way into the podcast, for those of you who know, go ahead and grab your notebook, grab your journal, um, open your notes on your phone, your iPad, whatever it is that you use to unpack and take notes. Go ahead and grab that now while we open up with the first question that we ask ourselves. How are you? How are you today? And be honest with yourself. Where you at? How are you doing? The second question that we ask ourselves is, what happened today? What happened, you know, this week? What happened in the past that needs our attention? What happened in your life? And the third question that we ask ourselves is, how did it make you feel? How did it make you feel? So now that you wrote down the three questions that we asked ourselves, we're going to go ahead and jump into the podcast. I want to title, I want to title this. What's your relationship like with God? What's your relationship like with God? And the reason that I titled this, what's your relationship like with God? Is because the other day I was sitting, minding my business. I might have even been talking to somebody. Um, But it dropped in my spirit. How do you feel about me? And when the question was asked, it was the most purest, rawest moment. Because God was asking me, how do I feel about him? And I just want to unpack that for a minute, because being that again today, February 12th, 2021, it's been a whole year since um, my relationship ended. It's been a whole year since my daughter lost her father. Um, We laid him to rest on February 8th. 2020 all within itself has just been was just a year. It was actually a painful year. Um, But in that pain was so much love. It was so much of an intimacy with God. It was so much of me just going deeper and learning to put my full trust in God. So I had reflect on, you know, like over the last year of things that I was able to, you know, get accomplished, um, things that I didn't address or have time to tend to, 
because of other things that was going on. Um, just a lot of different things had took place. So with that being said, I had dropped my second book, Matters of the Heart, in November for my birthday. And then January this year, I released the Matters of the Heart Healing Journal. And although I unpack all the time in my journals, I had took this journal specifically to start to unpack from February to February 12th today. So it's a 60 day journal that allows me to tap in, you know, every single day. It allows me to uncover things that's going on in my heart. It gives me the opportunity to see where I'm at. It gives me the opportunity to repent of things that's in my heart that I didn't know I needed to repent for until I unpacked it. Um, and that's why I say the importance of unpacking. So I just want to share with you briefly um, my unpacking for today and not only to share with it, share it with you, but so that you can know how to really, really do it. So when I woke up this morning at, um, I get up at 5 a.m. I had grabbed a journal and where it says, how are you? I wrote, I'm okay. Just reflecting on how far I've come over this past year. And then it says, what happened today? And I put, today marks one year since him and I broke up. Today is also the day that the mentee for the mentorship program will graduate the program. So my mentorship program, Finding My Truth, um, it's a six-month program, just to give you a little background. It's a six-month program, and our core focus is self-care, personal development, self-awareness, um, a life plan, breaking free from past hurt, and then business and entrepreneurship, if that's what the mentee is um, interested in. So my mentee, she graduates the program today. So when I go to the page, um, how did it make you feel? I have wrote. I have mixed feelings. I feel grateful that I made it this far, but I do feel like I could be further. Thinking back to this day last year, I was heartbroken. I felt abandoned, rejected, and confused. I didn't know how to live again, but I knew that I had to and that I needed to trust God with my brokenness. I needed to recover from everything I had been through and acknowledge that I was wounded. I told myself that it was okay to start again. It's okay to be single. It's okay to take care of my mind and my heart. I needed to heal. On today, my mentee will graduate the program. I feel great and blessed because even though I got dropped, I didn't drop her. And God has never dropped me. And with that being said, God, I just want to repent. And I want to thank you for never leaving me. I want to thank you for loving me without condition. You love me in spite of me. Please forgive me for placing you in the category of everyone else. So that was me unpacking this morning. And of course, it sent me into prayer. It sent me into worship. It sent me into um, a lot of different places. And I ended up, you know, writing in my um, book that I just always write and take notes and journal. 
I asked myself the question again that was placed on me the other day. What's your relationship like with God? How do you feel about me? And I had to just be brutally honest. Because sometimes I feel unworthy of his love. And I told him that. Sometimes I feel unworthy of your love. Why? Because even though I know your word and I'm a witness to your love, a part of me feel like it will be taken away. In parentheses, I wrote, nothing can separate you from the love of God. That's Romans 8, 35 through 39. We say it. But yet, we still allow things to separate us from the love of God. So then the question was asked, what place does that come from? And I had to sit there and really think about, go within myself. And I said, being raised in a dysfunctional environment, toxic relationships, abuse, not just from someone else, but I abused myself. So it allowed for the abuse from others. Every male who has entered my life has let me down in some form from my father to my brothers family members and mates it broke something inside of me that only you can mend when you are able to go within yourself and see where these things are coming from then the release can take place then the true healing can take place inside of you i needed that raw moment i needed that to be honest with myself, because even though I know the word of God and anybody who meet me, they like, oh, you just have a beautiful heart. You just have a, you know, a spirit that just loves Jesus. Um, you beautiful inside and out. The way that you love people, you are love. You know, I, I have had people tell me that. It was still something separating me from God. It was things that couldn't take place in my life. I understand that now because I felt like I was not worthy to have it. And even though um, we could say it would be deceived by the enemy, a lot of what take place in our lives um, is something deeply rooted inside of us. I know Carlos always say if there's no enemy um, inside, then the enemy outside can do you no harm. If you're not your own enemy, which most of us are or have been, um, then the things outside of you can't affect you. So when I say I abuse myself, so it allowed for the abuse from other people, I understand that people can only do to me, can only treat me how I allow them to treat me. And the way that people treat you is a reflection of how you see yourself. I had to come to that understanding of things that happen in my life. Them, the, the, the people not having the right information. People not being able to, you know, love me. They only can give me what they have. But it's something different when you know the love of God. It's the love of God. That lifts me up. It's the love of God that helps me go. It's the love of God that saved me. 
when I understood that, when I was writing, it blessed my life. And I had just wanted to share it with you. I also want to share this passage that I stumbled across in my Bible um, when I was reading this morning. And it's called Live Deeper. And it's by Joyce Myers. And it says, Jeremiah 17, 9, teaches us that our hearts are deceitful above all things. Self-deception is one of the easiest traps of the enemy that we can fall into. The self always helps the self get whatever it wants. When we have a strong desire for something, we can easily de deceive ourselves by telling ourselves whatever we want to hear. If my will wants a thing, my mind will give me a variety of reasons I should have it. And my emotions will certainly produce ample feelings that agree with my will's wants. We must learn to live deeper than the shallowness of our own minds, wills, and feelings. Deeper living means that we go beyond what we want, what we think, and how we feel and live by the word of God. We must bow our knees in humility to God's word and his will, because that is where we find true blessings. I encourage you to have regular times of waiting in God's presence, asking him to reveal any impure motives you might have. Pray against deception, for Satan is the greater, is the great deceiver. When we believe something that is not true, we are deceived. Satan also seeks to lead us astray through reasoning that is contrary to the truth. When we believe a lie, it becomes truth to you, even though it is not actually truth at all. Do not trust yourself too much. Realize that not everything you want is best for you. Ask God for what you want, but always be willing to change if you discover that you are not in agreement with God's will. If what you ask God for is his will, it will come in due time. If it does not come, then believe that he has something better in mind for you. Above all, hold your peace and remain at rest. God can easily lead the believer who is not frustrated and anxious. Pray as David in Psalms 51. Behold, you desire truth in the inner being. Make me therefore know wisdom in my inmost heart. The more you truly know God's wisdom in your heart, the less likely you are to be deceived. It's heart issues, y'all. And when we are unaware of where we stand, Concerning our hearts, then it's not likely, it's unlikely that we won't be able to get to the desirable place. If you are a person like me, I desire to have a heart for God. I want to treat people the way that God treat me. I want to handle relationships and being right standing with God 
when it comes to my heart. That's where this unpacking piece come from. So that I can know where I stand at. Because anytime I'm in my feelings or I'm in my own mind, that's a place that can't be trusted. Because like this passage said, even if it's a lie, if we believe it, it holds truth in our walk with God. So for me to say that sometimes I feel unworthy of your love. Mm. Then that's going to show up in a way that I handle certain situations. And I had to get to the root of where that came from. Of how I, why am I like that with you, God? You know, because when you go through feelings of resentment or rejection or people walk out on you or they mishandle you, it starts to build a wall inside of you. And when you don't tap into that, and see what places those things are coming from. Then God can't mend your brokenness. He can't heal you in certain areas because you're not willing to be brutally honest with yourself. And when you are honest with yourself. And you can tell the truth about what's going on with you. Then God can work with that. God can go beyond work. God can turn that into something beautiful. But you have to come to a place where you just are willing to be honest with yourself. And honest with God. About what you're going through. Because God already knows. So I found it fitting. For today. Being February 12th. For being Friday. For Valentine's Day. Being around the corner. For you know other women that may have went through um, a breakup or women that just feel lonely right now, I want to encourage you to know that you're not alone. That you're in the exact place that God wants you to be in. God wants you to open up your heart and release those things that's in your heart so that he can heal you. And even though we know these things sometimes, sometimes we forget. Sometimes we allow life to make us forget, you know, the things that we already know. We allow our own selves to stop us from walking into things that God has for us because we feel like we're unworthy. When the truth of the matter is, you're right, you are unworthy, but God is worthy. And because you belong to God, it makes you worthy. And when you are born again, when you come to Christ, you become the righteousness of Jesus Christ. We talked about that during the time of a time for refreshing series. Um, nothing can separate you from the love of God. There's nothing that you can do that will make God say, man, I'm not about to be dealing with you no more. But because it's something that you have experienced, because people have walked out on you, because people have rejected you, because people have resented you, because you allow bitterness to come into your heart, 
you feel like you unworthy to have the things that God said that you can have. That's a lie straight from the pits of hell. But if you don't know that that's what you're standing on, then it's going to take root in your life. So when I say unpack your day, unpack your life, tap into your heart, check in with yourself. It's important. Because at the end of the day, we just want to have love. We just want peace. We want joy. We want the fruits of the spirit. We want to walk right. We want to love on people. Nobody wake up and say, I just want to be mean today. Nobody goes out into the world and say, I'm going to just talk crazy to people today. I'm going to hurt people with my words. That comes from a place of hurt. That comes from a place of pain. It comes from being rejected. And the only way to heal from those things is by releasing those things that's hidden in your heart. By being able to identify what's going on with you. Share, why can't you fully receive my love? Because every time I try to, Every time I did it with somebody, they ended up hurting me and, and it made me pull back. Whenever I feel like, you know, somebody going to, you know, walk away, I just try to shut the door before it even take place. I got used to doing that. I don't do it on purpose. But as I was able to unpack that, it allowed me to repent. Because I can't put God in the same category that I put people in. Because the words say that people will fail you, but God will not. He's unchanging. And he loves you in spite of you. And when you are able to receive that truth. The world that you once knew. The life that you lived. That you have grown to, to, to accept. It won't be able to stand because you will continue to do the work to get to the place that you need to get to with God. Because God, because man looks at the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart. So I want to challenge you today to tap in. Take time out. And really be honest about what your relationship what God look like? What can you do from this moment forward to restore the relationship? What things and lies do you need to let go of so that you can receive the love that God has for you? Know where you at. This is not the season or the time to try to do life without God. On another note, I want to leave you with Psalms 51. Read that whole chapter. Take notes. Spend time with God. And wherever you hurting in your heart, whatever part of you is broken or sick, I pray for your healing today. I pray for restoration. I ask that God creating you a clean heart.
a pure heart and a renewed mind. That his love fall on you like never before. That he shower you like rain. That you will live for his glory. And that your life will be a reflection of what God can do. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Be encouraged. Celebrate yourself. Even if you ain't got nobody to, you know, go out with this weekend or just to treat you, make you feel special, whatever it is you're looking for. I just want to encourage you to, to take time out and love on you. Love on your own self. Go eat. Go out to eat by yourself. Get dressed up. Get cute as if you're going on a date. And do it for yourself. Just feel good. Make a choice to feel good. Make a choice to love on you. And do it unapologetically. You ain't got to wait for nobody to make you feel loved. God has already extended the love, all the love that you need. All you got to do is receive it. Y'all be blessed. I love you. And there is absolutely nothing you can do about it.